The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 24, where we are talking all about how to use Google Drive and really maximize it. I'm super looking forward to sharing this interview with you guys because this chick is incredible. If this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, awesome. Either way, we would love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, make sure to subscribe. Now, let's get ready to talk all about the Google Drive. Hey, y'all. I'm so pumped to share this guest with you today. She's amazing. Brooke is a beast at really cultivating an amazing community through her magazine, which is called Belong. And I'm not just a fan of it because I was in this recent edition. Um, I've been a fan of it since even before then. So, Brooke, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. So let's just go ahead and start off by just sharing a couple more details about you and your business. Uh, Well, Belong as a digital and print publication um, designed for creatives and entrepreneurs and a lot of them in the digital space. Uh, And yeah, we're just, we've been around for about a year and are just growing and trying to really grow a community where women feel like they have a place uh, and their voice matters and that they can learn and connect in life-giving ways. Yeah, I love that. And you can so tell just by the amazing women that you have in the magazine, but also even in your Instagram and Facebook group, like everyone that I've met that's been in your community has, has honestly been really, really incredible. So hats off to you. I just want to say, well, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. So let's dive into the juicy stuff, the stuff that I love. Um, we're going to be talking about how you organize with your Google drive, which is incredible. And I use Google drive. So this is going to be a fun, a fun thing for me to hear. So kind of describe what it was like before you had a system in place, um, and implemented this Google drive organization. Yeah. Well, prior to having that in place, it was a lot of me like sending random documents through email to my designer or to a copy editor or whomever. So it was trying to keep track of what was there on a spreadsheet. And then, I mean, it was all over the place. So, you know, when, when people submit things for the magazine, you know, you know, you think, oh, that's easy, you know, just send a Word document, there's, you know, what you need. But, you know, there's images, there's headshots, there's bio, there's there's all sorts of pieces that go into it. And I quickly realized that, like, through email, there was just, and, like, in my own, you know, saving it onto my computer, like, that, that was not going to work, especially when you're working with um, a, a designer who helps you kind of lay things out. But then even having someone help, you know, proofread things, like, you can't email those documents. They're, they get no. too big. They get, you know, then things get crossed over and you lose track. And it just got really messy really fast. And even just my own spreadsheet and trying to track things um, and with trying to communicate with my designer, like what the layout should be, like it, 
it became a mess really fast, uh, which she actually was the one who suggested that we look at Google Drive so that we could share the documents and which I was like, well, I didn't really know that you could do that. Like I had yeah. no idea. And oh my goodness, like it, it totally, <laughs> totally changed the way that everything goes and it's so much more organized and you can invite, you know, being able to invite other people into the mix now is so oh, much yeah. like the process is easier. So, you know, you can just give them access to what they need access to. Um, and it's just cleaner and cleaner is so pretty. Cleaner uh, is pretty. <laughs> it is. It really is. And it, I mean, yeah, it, it saved me so much time. People can, you know, access what they need to access when they need it. And, you know, yeah, I mean, there's still those moments where I forget to save things to the right places and I still have to kind of figure that out, you oh, know, yeah. like, but that's just human error. That's not the system's problem. That's just my own issue. Um, <laughs> But yeah. for the most part, yeah, I mean, it just, I, I had no idea that something so simple could totally change, like, the rhythm of, of how we do things, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I mean, totally. And there's, a, there's obviously tons of different systems that people put into place, but this was one of those really early ones, you know, about a year ago, that right after we started, you know, and did our pilot issue, I would, you know, I... I was feeling kind of like, oh my gosh, this is a nightmare. And you know, <laughs> knowing that something that everyone has access to that really costs you nothing right. can be utilized as such a great organizational tool and, you know, and will enable you to put a process in place so that like you're able to track things and people, like I said, can get at things when they need to is just fantastic. Like I, yeah. So people are probably like, yeah, duh. But it didn't occur to me. And sometimes what you don't know is what you don't know, right? Like oh, I yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Um, so if it's what's totally obvious to some people was not apparent to me. I had no idea that it was it was it was there and could be used like that. So it was so great. Um, yeah. That's awesome. We, we really loved Google Drive. Yeah. So then kind of what finally drove you, I know you had, you had talked about, you know, having your pilot issue out, what finally drove you to actually put a process in place when you realized the mess was too much and you something had to give? Uh, well, losing things and having to go back to people, uh, mm. which felt really, un I mean, I, again, don't get me wrong, this still happens sometimes, but not to the same degree that it did. Yeah. Where you know, you think that all of your emails are being saved, but I don't know about you half the time. And oh, I cannot find things, even though they're supposed to be like, you know, archived forever. Like right. I can't find things. I can't find the picture that I'm looking for. So I felt like I spent a lot of time asking people for things that they had already provided me. And especially when you're first starting out and you're trying to portray a level of professionalism that maybe you haven't achieved yet, mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to, you know, you, you want, you want to put out something that looks bigger and better than maybe you are. It really breaks that down when you're kind of having to come back with your tail between your legs and you're like, uh, I know you already Sorry. sent this, but can you give me, give it to me again? It just makes you look like you don't know what you're doing. Right. And you know, that does not help people value what you're doing, nor does it make them feel valued. Right. So it was kind of, you know, besides the fact that it was a hot mess, it, it really felt like it just was not a professional way to go about things. And it wasn't the way that, you know, it, it wasn't the way I wanted things to appear. 
you know, you have to put out, you, sometimes you got to pretend until you actually, yeah. you know, until it's real. And I felt like totally. I was not even like, I need to do something to at least make it look more legit than it was, if nothing yeah. else. No, um, totally. <laughs> I get that yeah. as well. And I mean, that's the thing about system is that putting a system in place, you know, doesn't mean, you know, the corporate word of system, you know, system is just making it work for you. And even in creative businesses, systems are extremely key to just support you. Um, And so I I love that, that you came to that realization. And we're just looking for that support of, okay, like, I'm needing to look professional. You know, I I need to keep things organized. So, you know, a process is needed, you know, Google Drive was one of the very first things. Of course, you know, there's oodles of other things. But what's unfortunate, I think, for so many small business owners like myself, that I was in the corporate world, so everyone did all those other things for me, mm-hmm. um, is that I and, – and also I was in healthcare, so it's a totally different industry. Oh, yeah. Um, and just a different mindset. Like, you don't use the same sorts of tools. Some of them you do, but not necessarily. But yeah. I didn't know – about anything other than just like the basics and then like the healthcare software that I was using. So like I didn't know about email subscriber lists. I didn't know about social media management. So I had to go and figure, and granted, I know that there's resources for people to tell you all about them, but again, you don't know what you don't know. So in the sense of like email management lists, like I never even considered it. Like, oh, like you get emails from people and you keep like, Oh, and like, then you send out newsletters, like those were not things that I even thought about before. And so once I, once it was brought to my attention, I was like, okay, well, how do I implement these things? So, you know, there's tons and tons of different things. And it's really unfortunate, as I was saying, as a small business owner that like, because, because those things are changing so often, it's really difficult to stay on top of them, which is why it's great to be networked with other small business owners that have oh, yeah. kind of been there, done that, or are doing it and can, can share their tips and different things work for different people. And, you know, there's different preferences and whatnot, but to have other people that are kind of like, Hey, do you, you know, do you have an email subscriber system set up? This is how it works. And this is why you need it. You know, do this. Um, so <laughs> yeah. helpful. Or like, are you still doing your Instagram through like your phone? Because if you're trying to manage it on a larger scale, you know, as like a, a marketing platform, there's other, you know, there's other softwares that, you know, you may have to pay for, but that are right. out there that can help you manage it. And you don't have to type with your thumbs. Well, I mean, I was, I went through the process with that, with, I started typing them in notes on my computer oh, and then yeah. sending myself the notes to my yeah. email, copying the email notes to, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. so I was, you know, it was the trial and error thing. Like I realized that there was something needed. I just didn't know there was a, a solution that existed. Um, gotcha. so I love that, that you're talking about the different systems and what people have used, because again, you don't know what you don't know. Yep. Uh, and sometimes it's very obvious that uh, something can be used as a tool. And when someone shares it, you're like, Oh, of course, like, of course yeah. it's so obvious, but yet I never thought of it that way. Yep. Um, exactly. so yeah, that was totally off track. I'm so sorry. No, you are good. That is, I love it sharing all that stuff is, is really important and, and key and, and why it is that I'm doing the podcast I'm doing because, you know, people think system and they automatically think like automated webinar funnel. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) those are great. Right. And I mean, 
to be honest, like, I mean, I don't really have a way to do a webinar at this point because I don't feel like I have expertise enough in any area except healthcare to do that, which is funny on a side note. Oh, yeah. I actually, through all of the experience of the past year plus, learning all of this stuff on my own as far as, you know, the creative industry and all of this business, there have been so many things that I have learned that I'm actually looking to start a side business with my healthcare knowledge because I worked in healthcare for 20 years and I had a very vast expanse of, of knowledge and in some very specific areas and have always been very passionate about certain things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is where the sales funnel webinar thing would really work. Yeah. And it's totally. really cool to see how you can like, you know, how things you've learned, you can then flip over and be like, and it could work over here now. Yeah. Um, So, but like sales funnel webinar thing, it's a great system, but I don't need it for my business right now. Right. Um, I need other systems. I need more basic systems, right? Like I need to manage files for how I'm, how I'm putting content into the magazine. I need something that, you know, multiple people can see and have hands on and I can see what they're doing, like without having to email 20 times back and forth. Like, you know, it's like my my designer and I were able to put notes on our, you know, we put notes, coded mm-hmm. notes on our, on our Excel spreadsheet that we share. Um, and we go back and forth. So we don't have to email back and forth a lot because we're both very active on the sheet. And it's That's just really so cool. Nice. It's really yeah. cool to see how that, and also, you know, you can revert back to previous versions of documents if you need to, yeah. to see if, you know, if, if you, somebody messed something up on accident, like it's all right there. Um, yeah. It's beautiful. Like it really <laughs> it is. is. And, you know, so for each issue that we have now, and which is great, I can plan in advance too. So like there's a, fo- there's a folder for each issue. And then within each folder, there's a general spreadsheet that has, you know, like what the page layout's going to look like and, and, you know, who's contributing, what the title is, et cetera, all that basic stuff. Um, you know, there's a tab for who's advertising. There's a tab for, mm-hmm. you know, if there's a market guide, there's a tab for, you know, uh, just a list of contributors so we can make sure we have each of the pieces of information that we need. And then each piece has its own folder then where we put all of the things that we need. So the headshot, the bio and the article and the images that go with it in the one folder. So the designer knows when she goes in, like, here's everything that I need right here. Uh, and it just, so then if I have something coming up, for two issues from now and somebody's like, I got it, I'm ready to go. And they send it to me now instead of me in like six months going, Oh crap, I know they sent it to me. I can already save it and have it in that, you know, in that file organized and in like marked off in my spreadsheet already so that I don't have to go back. Yeah. Um, I I think it's like really key with you in a sense of like, just knowing that something has a place. Yeah. And knowing where that place is. Yeah. It's funny. It's very much what the magazine is about, too. It belongs yeah. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and close. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's... And podcast over. We yeah. just we just concluded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful little, little punchline. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's... I mean, that really is, um, you know, it's funny because people look at my house I'm obviously very process oriented so everything has a place in my house and people come in and are like oh my gosh like what 
<laughs> like yeah. my tea is organized, like all the things. And it's like, because I know, I know where everything is. And it's not even that I have a good memory because I actually have a terrible memory. And that's part of the reason I have to put processes in place. Yeah. But it's like, I know where everything is because it has a place. And well, I think the hardest thing about that, and that unfortunately, I am really bad about that in my, in my own home. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a piler and uh, in a sense that's its own sort of system, but it's not really a very efficient one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that it's the hardest thing about that is remembering that it takes time to save time. Mm. Uh, and mm. that's really hard for me to like, you know, it's when people say, you know, you, you work better with a desk that's you know been cleaned off or whatever. Yeah. Um, like once you clear the clutter, you're much more efficient, but it's very hard to, to not feel like you have to put out the fires right now. Like let's, let oh, yeah. the little fires, some of them can burn for a little bit. They're not as big as you think they are. They're not blazing yet. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> let the email sit for a couple of hours and take the time to sort through some things. And, you know, you don't have to tackle your whole house necessarily, but, you know, tackle your desk or, you know, just get yourself in a place where, you know, you are being more efficient and get in the habit of doing that. I'm really bad about that, but I know that when I do do it, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, so you think, why wouldn't I do it more regularly? I don't know. Just because I, you know, th you get distracted and you forget that those fires don't necessarily have to be put out immediately. Um, yeah. you know, it's always the stuff that's in your face right away that you feel like you have to do. And you kind of put some of that other stuff off that, it really is beneficial to, to take the time out to, to organize yourself and to put those systems in place as you're talking about, because ultimately it makes you, I'm so sorry, it makes you more efficient and, um, and, and it keeps you on task and it, yeah, it's really, really beneficial. Yeah. Um, I love that. So kind it takes of, time. Oh, it does. And, and it's also, you know, it's not always set it and forget it. You know, a lot of times you right. learn things along the way and like, oh, okay, well, I need to add this new folder. I didn't remember that when I first put the system in, but right. now I just add the folder and there it is. So kind of walk us through the steps that you took to create this, this Google Drive process um, to help, you know, run your, run your magazine more smoothly. Well, thankfully, Google is something that most of us already have. Yes. Um, so, you know, you just, you open up your Google Drive and I created a, a main folder just for belong um, and all things belong because not everything in my life is belong related. So I, I have one that's just for belong. And then within that, there, you know, there are various different folders, but there's the folder for each issue. And that was really key for me mm -hmm. um, is making sure that I had, you know, a designated folder for each issue and then within those folders, I had to give access to the people that needed access to them as well when I created them. Um, but then within each folder is the spreadsheet that contains the page order and layout for the entire issue. Wow. So as I'm getting contributors or, you know, as I'm or, or as the designers starting to lay things out, you know, she has a color coding system that she uses to show me what she's done. Um, but as I'm getting things, I like, I kind of, I put them in so that I know looking forward, if I get a submission that looks like a good fit for maybe the theme of that issue, I can tell if there's space or not. 
which helps too, instead of having like a, just a list going. So I know how many pages I want in that issue, uh, and lay it out immediately like that. Uh, so then from there, then I know what I've got and I create a, within each issue folder, there's a folder for each feature and within the feature folder is the copy when it's submitted, Mm -hmm. the headshot, the, um, the bio and any images that go along with that feature, um, and keeps it really nicely organized. And then it goes back to the spreadsheet where there's a list of, there's a tab that has the list of contributors and for each contributor, we need all of those pieces. So we check them off as we get them so that I can at a glance, look and see who's missing what. Which Um, is that at a glance is a really, it's so important. And then, you know, when it gets closer to the end, like, Oh, and we also need agreements from everyone. That's another layer. So not only do you have to send an agreement, but then you have to make sure you've gotten it back Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in order to go to print with it and publish it. So, uh, you just realize like there's a lot more pieces than you, you think to put something together and then managing all the pieces gets really complicated. Uh, especially when you have more than one set of hands in it too. Yeah. Uh, And you know, and like you said, it's not like a, you don't necessarily set it up and then walk away from it. It, you know, it's a constant kind of refining process and, you know, nothing in my mind is completely foolproof. So things get saved in the wrong folders occasionally, or, you know, like, especially with the agreements, they're so important. And somehow we managed to like, not be able to find some of them at the last minute. But the idea of like, that we're doing our best so that we haven't even minimized that risk, at least, is is the idea. Do you have um, insights on naming devices? So, you know, when you're putting stuff in your Google Drive and and, in all the different folders and making it easy to find stuff, do you have ways that you name things so that you're able to find them? So we, when I, each issue, obviously, I call it by its name. Mm -hmm. Issue, you know, like issue six is coming out. So we have an issue six folder. Um, And then... Each folder within that is the actual title of the feature so that if you're looking at the spreadsheet and, um, you know, let's say it's called how to set up systems mm-hmm. is what you, you know, what your, your feature is called on the spreadsheet, your feature is called how to set up systems. And then the folder would be called the exact same thing so that when my designer gotcha. goes in, she knows, like, she's not confused about what it is. If we decide to change the title, you know, we go and we have to change all of that, which is fine. Right. But right. it you know, make sure that there's consistency so that, um, that it helps I me, mean, obviously that helps naming the folders cause we already have a title to a feature. Right. Um, that's helpful. But, but then like ads, when they come in, they go into an ads folder. Um, it's a little, which is a little different. Um, but yeah, it's thankfully it's a little easier for us probably to call things, uh, name things just because they've already right. been named to it in a sense, but yeah, and I would imagine that there would be a lot of changing of names and stuff like that during there the is. process. So. And sometimes we don't know what we're going to call things either. You know, in the most recent mm-hmm. issue, we had, um, I knew that there was something coming in and it had a diversity, like, mm-hmm. vibe to it. And I didn't know what we were going to end up naming it. So I just called it diversity on the spreadsheet and then in the folder. And at the last minute, we picked a name. Um, but at least it was consistent until we got there. Right. You know, so that at least we were talking about the same thing. Um, 
And oh, yeah. as it got, as the as info came in, it was still being plugged into the right folders and such. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. that's definitely good. So now we're going to get into um, a couple of the last questions. And uh, so what was your best financial investment in business? Uh, I have to say that my best financial investment was my designer. Yeah. Well, um, she's phenomenal, so. <laughs> yeah, well, so and here's why I say that. Yeah. And I don't often like to admit that I need I, I need one because I like to think that, you know, Belong is a, is a reflection of me and my taste and my style, which it is. Oh, yeah. But um, my – I do have a background in graphic design, creative writing, and photography. However, oh, wow. I spent almost – 20 years working in healthcare. So if you do the math, that means that my education was pre-digital. Yeah. And I don't know about the rest of you, but trying to learn, like relearn something, like I learned how to do graphic design by cutting and pasting with actual like exacto knives and oh, glue. Yeah. So yeah. that which is so like people do not do that, right? Like that is not how it works. <laughs> And for me to try to go learn all like the Adobe products at this point right. would be so time consuming and the amount of time that it, not only to learn it, but then to actually figure out how to do the layout. Like it seemed like it was a much better decision to reach out and have somebody implement my ideas. And I was very fortunate. I know this doesn't happen often, but I was fortunate through the rabbit hole of the internet to, to find the, the designer that I work with. And she like, she just nailed it. Like, and she took exactly what I wanted it to look like exactly what I had envisioned, but then some, and oh, yeah. you know, just, which doesn't happen very often. Usually you're no. like, you want to keep it for yourself <laughs> because you know how you want it to be and you can do it better than anyone else. But in yeah. this case, like it was, it was just a really cool thing to see like, oh my gosh, she did it and made it even better than I thought it could be. Like, <laughs> how cool is that? Yeah. Um, so by far, that was the, the best investment that we've made because otherwise we wouldn't be able to be on the issue we're on because I'd still be learning how to do Adobe InDesign. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we would be way, way back further. And, uh, but yeah, it, it was one of those moments of knowing your limits And, um, but it's hard to, it's very hard when you're starting out in business and any, any business that you're doing on your own, it's very hard to hire someone to do something when you're not making money. Um, so, and we, I still struggle with that same thing in other areas of the business, but unfortunately I knew that belong couldn't actually exist without actually existing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually come to fruition without that piece. No, so, uh, you know, there are other things I'm still working on and still, you know, you know, trying really hard to do on my own that I know that it would probably be a lot better for me to reach out and have someone else do. Uh, but you know, hopefully soon we'll get there. It's right. just really hard to outlay that, ex- that, that money and expense in doing those things. I know. When I know you just think, oh, well, I can just do it myself. It's not that bad. And, you know, then but you as far as like hours. a system, like mm-hmm. a system that I put in place as an investment, um, I mean, like later has been a godsend as far as Instagram. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, because I know this is not necessarily like you said investment, I gave you the overall one, but as far as system specific, 
that's the first thing that comes to mind just because Instagram is like probably Instagram is like, that's where Blon lives as far as social media. We're, we're other places too, but I spend most of the time on Instagram and most of our followers are on Instagram and that's where we see the most, most growth and interaction. Um, so later for me has been really helpful because you get so caught up. And for those that don't know what later is, it's an Instagram scheduling tool. Um, but you know, and being able to plan out the posts for the week, what you're going to, you know, being able to type in with my actual keyboard, what I want to say, um, you know, and you can always change it. It doesn't, because it can't post automatically for you. You can change what you want to do if it doesn't feel organic right. and add to it if it doesn't, you know, if you'd like to, That's but true. having something to fall back on instead of feeling like frantic thinking, Oh crap, I, you know, I got to put something together. I got to get something on Instagram. Like it's really taken a lot of that pressure off. Um, and been helpful for me in staying consistent, even in not only, uh, like not only the look and feel of the feed, but in the message that's going out. Totally. So it's been really great. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. When I ask the investment question, it's usually just general, but I love that you threw in later in there because that is a good, um, that is a good, good tool. Uh, so then what was your worst financial investment in business? That's a really tough question. I'm not, part of me feels like I haven't been in business long enough, but. Oh yeah. um, When I think of like, I mean, to me, when you say investment, it's kind of a a money investment. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that I would say that this is the thing that I probably, the thing that I invested in that I shouldn't, I don't know that there's one of those, but I can tell you things that I didn't invest in as far as the business mm-hmm. that were like absolute must that, that they were a big feeling on my part. And that's like on the legal side. Mm, um, yeah. That even though I, so I didn't invest in them. So, but these, these are my, my biggest feelings as far as what I should have invested in. Gotcha. And that, you know, the, the legal side is definitely something that um, I overlooked and that was just a big mistake. Um, And just for for peace of mind, but I'm not sure, you know, not sure exactly at this point if there have been any like major investments that I've made. I mean, because they've they've all been personal at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like literally personal financial investments, the whole magazine is. Right. Uh, But I'm sure that as, you know, time goes on, I'll be like, oh, that was dumb. Um, But, you know, I mean, I guess like sending hundreds of magazines to certain conferences that, weren't, um, necessarily my target audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, that costs a lot of money and it was an investment, yeah. you know, and like a marketing investment that didn't pay off in the way that I'd hoped it would. Um, totally. so that could be, oh, yeah, that one. could probably fall under that category. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. And legal stuff is hard. I feel like, yeah, I was one of those people that like, I'm just, I'm such a legal freak. Like I'm scared of things legally. Yeah. So I just, I'm like one of those people that probably throws too much money at the law. Um, but I just, you know, I wanted to have things in order and wanted to be protected and all of those things. And, but it can be also hard to throw money at things like the law when there's so many other things that you could yeah. be throwing your money toward that. This is just a protection. This is for what if right. instead of, you know, something that's a sure thing. Exactly. It's not like, it's not like you're throwing money at 
you know, a product that you're going to sell or, um, or even, or even like later where you're paying a monthly fee to get a service or something. It's, but yeah, but I think that, you know, I, I think that even if you put in a minimal amount, uh, with an attorney to, you know, make sure you've got like terms and conditions on the website and Mm -hmm. just some of the basics and you can figure out what some of those basics are even by just looking at certain attorneys websites. And there's several out there that are geared just towards the creative industry. Um, and I think that you can get a general idea, but, um, you know, we, we formed an LLC right away, which was, which was really good. Yeah. But then I neglected getting agreements from all of my contributors. Well, like it just didn't cross my mind. You don't know what you don't know, but I probably should have had like, I should have like, you think idiot. I should have thought of that. Um, so, you know, spending the couple of hundred dollars at the, at the front end could save you a lot of headache, heartache, stress and money in the long run. So, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. Well, where can people find you online and get their hands on some magazines? Uh, you can find me online at belong-mag.com and then all the social media outlets were belong mag and um, you can get the magazines on the website or you can get them at well the current one you can get at Barnes and Noble locations. Yeah, so a little offline there too. Yeah. Which is yeah. Great. So well awesome. Thank you so much, Brooke, for being on this podcast and sharing your organizational tips and um and also just sharing, you know, the the back end of your business, which sometimes can be scary for people. So I, I totally appreciate it. Well, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you on the next episode.